Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Listing, where we discuss the business of real estate outside of the listing environment. I'm your host, Jeremy Medor, and we are joined with Danielle Downs. And uh, today we're going to be uh, interviewing uh, a wonderful, wonderful businesswoman, um, and we'll introduce her later, but uh, she runs a staging company mm -hmm. in the Lunenburg area, and um, she's also a realtor. And so because of the the cross between those two uh, disciplines that she has, yeah. um, she is quite the firepower oh, in, in what she's able to do. Mm -hmm. um, and not only that, but uh, she's also someone that I would consider to be a good colleague yeah. um, and, yeah. and, and uh, an equal business partner. Mm -hmm. We've know. been working a lot with, with her over you know the course of the last like six or so months, really, when she yep. started helping us with the whole studio space. Yep. Yeah, so, so Next Level has taken on um, work that we had never anticipated, right? Right. Uh, yep. That we didn't really see coming. No. Nope. We had hoped, obviously, for. I sure. think that I think that in our mind we we suspected that work of that nature would would present itself. Right. Um, but the speed at which it presented itself has yeah. been fantastic. Yep. So that's it's wonderful. So As you said, if you build it, they will come. They will. <laughs> <laughs> Do be like that sometimes. So. So, uh, you know, this is this episode is going to be airing closer to Christmas. Mm -hmm. And um, so obviously I don't know what, you know, December is going to look like right now sure. as we sit here at the end of November. But um, yeah. I think that um, I think that we've had a, a beautiful year. Mm -hmm. It's been complicated in many ways, but it's ex it's been a very adventurous one. Yep, absolutely. A um, lot of ups and downs, but positive all around, I would say. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So um, I just uh, I think. You know, for today, as far as like the the business item, I say that the business at hand here is I think wishing you and your family a happy holidays. Same to you. Same to you. I and can't believe it's like here. It's, yeah, it's here. I mean, it's my favorite time of the year, as you know. That's no surprise. It's no secret. Oh no! I know. Wait till you see well, my I Christmas costume. Wait till you okay, see. Yeah. Wait till you see. So I I thought that <laughs> Halloween was your favorite time of the year. It's a big stretch, but no, Christmas is really my. Oh, like, okay. So but I love a, Halloween too. It's a close second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. It, there is a ranking though between Christmas the, number one. Okay. Christmas. Number one all day, every day. That's good. Love it. That's good. Love it. It it takes on a new meaning though when you have kids. It does, and I think as my youngest is getting older, it will lose a little bit of that magic. Mm. You know. Um. So I'm I'm eating it up while I can. While I can. While I can. Yeah. So I know okay. it's around the corner. All right. And you're not too far ahead of me as far as your age, you know, as, right. as far as the ages of your kids. Yep. Um, you know, you, both of your kids are, are older than my two sets. Yep. Right. So Sam and Sarah are younger than Alyssa. And then mm -hmm. Gabby and Alex are younger than Mabel. Or how old is Mabel? Yeah, she's nine. So she's and they're nine. what, so like seven? Gabby, and Gabby just turned nine. Oh, OK. Oh, OK. So. So, yeah. So they're just they're aged yep. just a little bit younger. And yeah. so uh, it's it's interesting as a parent. On my part, seeing the stuff that you are going through at the age oh, groups yeah. that they are at yeah. and knowing, like, not really <laughs> what's knowing, a, like, right? Like, like, what's around the corner? Exactly. <laughs> right. being, being able to, to create some, some similarities. Especially there. with the, having girls as well. I think that makes um, makes it so similar because same ages of girls or same ages of boys, like, th they're going to be apples and oranges. But sure. since we have all girls between us, it's... There's some commiseration. You know, exactly. <laughs> some? <laughs> 
so so merry christmas merry christmas to you as to well you, yep. and Alyssa. thank you and, thank uh, you thanks as always for um just generally just being you thank you merry christmas merry christmas and without further ado and we're going to get to our episode Thanks for joining us for another episode of Beyond the Listing. I'm your host, Jeremy Medor, and today I am sitting with... I'm Thea, and I am the owner of Houghton Styling & Company and also a realtor with Straight Real Estate Solutions at Caldwell Banker. Fantastic. And I am so glad that you came into the studio today. Yes, I'm really you. looking forward to our conversation together. And um, I've known you for quite a while, and uh, I'm anxious to hear a little bit about your more recent developments. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So you and I uh, first met when Keith and I uh, mm -hmm. went into Matt's office seven years ago, almost. Right. And um, it was, uh, I think we've just been kind of working as effectively colleagues ever since. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I've, I've always appreciated uh, the, the, the candor mm -hmm. and uh, the banter, yeah. <laughs> lots of banter. <laughs> um, and it's always been, it's always really been for, at least for me anyway, uh, it's felt um, uh, equitable and, and balanced. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I've, I've enjoyed seeing your journey and yeah. I know that you've, you've, uh, you've gone through a lot of um, gro growing stages in, in your life yep. and, and um, uh, it's been, it's been, it's been great to, to witness, you know, the, all, all of those, uh, all of those things, because, um, you're, you're working on Thea all the time. Mm -hmm. um, I think you're, you're so. one of those people too, that, um, you're very comfortable to talk to and, you know, have great advice and, um, working with you just on different photo shoots and stuff for listings or anything, you know, it's, it's always enjoyable and there's always something that we can kind of you know, joke about and then get a little serious and, and that kind of stuff. So, well, that's what, it. that's what life is, right? Yep. I mean, you gotta, you have to kind of run the gamut as exactly. it were, you know? And, yeah. um, so I, I, what, what caught my mind, what, what caught my eye early on was, um, your, <laughs> your, uh, your stylizing and your staging experience. Right. Um, and I, I I'd like to talk a little bit about that for, sure. for our, for our viewers. Um, sure. you know, and <clears throat> you know, it, it's not a one size fits all solution. And, and I found that you're a very adaptive individual. And um, let's maybe talk a little bit about um, Tia as a stager for a little bit. Sure. Um, I, you know, I got into staging um, about seven or eight years ago yep. when I became an agent. Um, I was working with Matt Strait at Strait Real Estate Solutions. And um, he wanted to have someone that he could rely on, you know, on his, on his real estate team that could help his sellers prepare for photos when you guys were going to go in. And, um, I didn't have my license at the time. So, you know, I got my license, joined his team. And, um, at that time I was just really going into the home that he was going to be listing, helping the sellers walk around, figure out what should stay, what should go, how to move furniture to, you know, make the home so more appealing to, to potential buyers. And um, when, and I was also doing commercial styling. So I was working with retailers like TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Home Goods, L.L. Bean, yep. Wayfair, a bunch of different retailers in the area. Doing style photo shoots. Exactly. Yep. yep. And um, I was represented by an agency in Boston called um, Anchor Artists. Okay. And when the pandemic hit, yep. um, I lost that business. And so during 
during the shutdown, I sort of pivoted, and I remember there was an agent. Sort that of pivoted. Sort of pivoted. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> there was an agent that. that approached me. I was still doing the seller consultations. An agent approached me and said, um, do you do vacant staging? And I said, absolutely. And I just started buying yeah. furniture. Yeah. <laughs> so that was. You say was, yes, um, and then you say, yeah. all right, how am I going to do this? Yeah, now? how am yeah. I going to do this? Yeah. It was like half rent, half buy mm -hmm. at that point. Yep. And um, from there, I just kept working with Matt, that agent, and then just started working with other agents to mm -hmm. do the vacant stagings, do the, do the um, you know, occupied stagings, and I just kept purchasing furniture over time and built the business where that do, way. <laughs> where do you keep it all? <laughs> At my house. Uh, yes. right. <laughs> I can't use my garage. No. But um, I have, uh, like, a loft space in my garage that holds smaller... Sure. Uh, tables and things like that. And yep. then I have couches and chairs and other items in the garage um, that I obviously have to treat all winter and everything. Um, and then my basement has all the chairs. And, you know, I just sort of figured out where where was it easier to keep, move, yep. carry, all that type yep. of thing. And so. every, every, every cranny has something stuffed into it. Exactly. Yeah. And I redecorate my house all the time. Well, I suppose that's the that's the, that's the <laughs> upside. That, right? Yeah, that's I need good. this today, so I'm going to bring this in and take sure. this out. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. How do you, how do your boys deal with that? Um, Finding a new piece of furniture in, in, in the I living room. I think they're flexible. Okay. Yeah, they're used to it now. So okay. maybe in the beginning they were like, "What's going on?" But that's fine. As long as I don't touch their their personal things, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's some no fly zones. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did lose um, like one of those poofs that you can sit on that Mason had at his desk and mm. that wasn't a good scene, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> we moved past it. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, kids are resilient as mm -hmm. they say, right? So yes, good. they are. Yeah. Um, so from a staging project standpoint, um, what, uh, what, what's your, what's your way of business? Let, tell me a little bit about, um, the, the mantra that you hold and, and the idea that you approach staging with. Okay. Um, I guess, uh, I don't know if I have, you know, a plan really for it. Um, going on, you know, when, when an agent calls me or I just was, I staged a place yesterday in Chelmsford and it was for a home seller that found me online and, you know, had a conversation and um, she had been interviewing other stagers, but mm. she liked my my attitude and you know we got along really well on the phone mm -hmm. and so she decided to move forward with mm -hmm. me and to her that was the most important thing um she liked what was online and then she liked the conversation sure. um but when i when i go to uh, a consultation it really is like a more of a feeling than a plan okay i can look at a space and kind of know what i have for inventory and mm -hmm. then also how how is it gonna flow the best for when buyers walk through and what colors are gonna make this space pop? Is it, you know, mostly white? Is it does it have colored walls? Like what you know, what's going on in the space and how neutral do I have to bring in for the furniture or do I need to add life to the space? Sure. Um, and then I'll I'll plan it out and then load up the trailer and head there on the day that we agree to stage okay. um business wise um i it's a lot of repeat business i have a lot of um repeat clients mm -hmm. and a it's mostly word of, word of mouth okay so far um 
and um, yeah, I have some great clients that just refer me and everything. So, yep. fantastic. Does fantastic. that answer the question? Yeah. <laughs> Did no, I go deep? <laughs> what I'm, it's not. It's not. There's, there's no policies here. There's no policies. Okay. Uh, what I'm more interested in is uh, what you touched upon in regards to. Um, it sounds to me like you carry with you a responsiveness to how you stage or how you interact with clients mm-hmm. where you're meeting them based on their needs that you identify at the time right. versus going in with a pre- preconception. Right. Exactly. Right. Yes. So, yep. so you don't treat things from a one size fits most kind of thing. No. It's more along the lines of custom, custom, custom. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Custom within, within reason of what you have for inventory. Exactly. You know, picking, picking the pieces that match, et cetera, which, exactly. you know, which, which I wouldn't say is necessarily unique to the staging world, but the, I think, Knowing what I know about you, the attitude that you go in with is one of openness and not like my way or the highway kind right. of thing. You yes, know? absolutely. And I I know I know a good amount of stagers. Obviously, we're doing what we do, mm-hmm. and I can't say that for all of them. Um, and and I've I've come across a number of uh, business professionals in our industry, not just necessarily staging, but in in real estate in general. That no, this is how we do it, mm-hmm. and that's not really. The Medora photography way of doing things. Yep. Medora photography way is like, these are our principles. These are our standards. Right. But then you take all of those things and you go into a home and you're like, okay, how do I adapt those standards to this place? Right. And there is no one size fits all. There really isn't, no. And that's actually, um, the woman yesterday was thanking me for being flexible <laughs> because there were some things that, you know, she wanted to have done that weren't necessarily on the price list or, you know, things like that. So. Yep. Um, or it is being flexible is, is, I think it's really important and I think people appreciate it. Yep. And, and, and also borrowing some of their own ideas. Right. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen, I've seen deals go south real fast yeah. because of kind of a, no, just trust me. I'm the professional. Please keep your nose out of it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe not those words specifically, but like that attitude kind of thing. Right. And to put up that barricade is only a disservice to your clients. Right. Um, and so. It's it's hard though sometimes obviously being responsive all the time. Right. Uh, what what do you do to 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 uh, absorb that? Um, um, you mean in order to like flex with people? Yeah. Um. Well, you know, recently, <laughs> I've been I've been trying to really step back and um, I've always been a yes ma'am, just do it and. Um, that's hurt me in the past financially or, you know, however. Um, so now I'm, I'm going like I've more recently been saying, you know, that doesn't really work for me. How about if we meet in the middle yep. and do X, Y, Z? Cool. Um, yeah. So that's, you know, <laughs> a whole new thing. No, it, um, it's, it's a learned behavior. But it is, though, but it's, it? it's, 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 yes. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. <laughs> right, exactly. You know? And, it, you know, you, ha- you have to stop and think, and you have to say, I I want to work with this person, right. but I don't want them to think that I'm a complete pushover. Right. I'm not a And that ass. I do have, that I am flexible, yep. but I also have a certain place that sure. that can't be, you yep. know, ha- had or whatever. No, I get that. Yeah, I get yeah. that. And, I and it not... is. It's a hard place to get to. It is. It mm-hmm. is. What What's helped you get there? Um, I think... Just really, really stopping and thinking and working on, you know, I do things for my home, for my children, for, you know, I'm thinking about 
I'm, I'm taking money away from my children. If it's, if it's something that, you know, is a money item or whatever, or if I'm doing something for free for someone, that's something that could have, you know, provided my kids with something or a bill or whatever. Um, so it's, it's that kind of thing. And also just, um, finding that inner strength to, to say no and, and it feels good, you know, and if you find the right way to say it, you know, it's even better and it gives you that strength to kind of do it again or move on. And yeah. Yeah. I I understand completely. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to go from, I'll do anything to, okay, I have standards now. Right. Um, and so, (laughs) so last time I know I did. Well, that's (laughs) exactly it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, it's, it's a, it's a challenge because, Mm -hmm. um, at least for my part, my, my worry or my fear is going too far in the other direction. Yep. Um, and it's, it's a challenge to navigate that, mm-hmm. to, to hold that line, so to speak, um, without maybe being too heavy handed mm-hmm. or leaving things on the table. Right. Cause you don't want to lose business. Right. But on the same token, you want to ensure that your clients respect you and understand where your boundaries are. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you are and are not willing to do for the price point that you put forth or right. your value that you put forth. Right. Right. Um, so it, it does come from an inner strength mm-hmm. and cause you have to convince yourself, mm-hmm. a, I'm worth this, darn it. Right. Exactly. And, and B, this is how you say that. Mm-hmm. And so that you're not coming across as like, just no, right. it's, it's how about, you know, I understand what you're saying mm-hmm. and I respect what you're saying. Um, I have an idea mm-hmm. and my idea is this is how we can make both of our sides work. Right. You know, yep. and see if there's a compromise there. Right. And if you continually work toward the general goal of meeting their needs while not devaluing your, your own, mm-hmm. there's good relationships forming. I think so too. I think it also, it, um, not forces, but allows them to respect you more. Because if they're a business person too, which everyone is a business person, pretty much, like they're not gonna do things, you know, that they're asking you to do. For sure. Yeah, and I think in in the real estate world, um, it's also really important to um, have that strength because if you can't um, negotiate for yourself, you can't negotiate for your client. So that was another piece of it is I can negotiate for my client. Why am I not negotiating for myself? That was something that I was like, mm. I'm helping them more mm. than I'm helping myself. So, yeah. and it's almost, it or it was like almost um, because I was doing it for someone else, I was doing it better because I wanted to make them happy mm-hmm. and it didn't matter to me, mm-hmm. but it should matter. Yep. 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 You need to vouch for yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and this is, I think, where uh, a lot of business owners, myself included, have the largest challenge of valuing their product, mm-hmm. valuing their time. Mm-hmm. Time, time is, is the only risky. the only unrenewable resource that right. we have as people. Um, and, um, you know, you can't get that back. No. It's not, there's no refunds. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah. And it's, it's very easy, I think, to devalue our own time, mm-hmm. especially if it's, oh, it's just, it's just a minute. 
Right. Just a, just a couple of minutes, you know. It's, Which it's, it's never a just a couple minutes. <laughs> it's like a couple hours, a yeah. couple days. Yeah, it, yeah. It's just <laughs> wow. I'll, this I'll, was supposed to be quick, and now it's. <laughs> I'll Thursday. only be in there a minute, boys. Yeah. Just hang out in the car yeah, real right. quick, you know. And half an hour later, you come back out, and they're like, "Mommy, I have to use the <laughs> yeah, bathroom." And exactly. So and so hit me, and all this kind of other <laughs> They've stuff. They've driven away. Yeah, even. yeah, yeah right, <laughs> like, right. Who knows? Yeah, if you wait long enough, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. they will. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. A common thread that I've heard in the past from agents is that they won't or will hire people based on conflict of interests. Got it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I know that there are there. I don't know about their current state, but there are a few agents in our area who employ photographers Mm -hmm. themselves um, and like on their staff and who, of course, take their own listings, of course, which is a a given, but also um, hire out to other agents. Right. Um, and it's been a dividing line of sorts where, you know, some of the photography companies or even some of the staging companies do or don't get business because of that. Right. How, how has that worked for you? Have you have you found that there's a resistance? Um, not not specifically. I mean, if someone's not contacting me for that reason, right. I don't really you know, don't know about, about it. it. Okay. Um, I have had other agents from other brokerages approach me and say, I have a listing coming. Um, and I don't know if this is what you're talking about, but I think it is. Um, but how are you, how can I guarantee that you're not going to steal that client it. from me? That's precisely it. And I think I do have a couple of clients that are agents that initially asked me that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that they trust me now and right. they know that I'm not that type of person. Sure. Um, so it's a direct conflict of who you are. Right. Exactly. I just can't, that can't kind of do behavior. that. Yeah. I would be, I wouldn't sleep. No. <laughs> and no. I don't enough already. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, with, with two boys. I need like a couple hours. <laughs> two boys in a business. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's, there's, yeah. There's definitely a lot going on there. Yep. How do you stay sane? Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I exercise a lot. Um, I just, I talk to my friends a lot. I talk to my family a lot. Good network. You know, if there's something that's happening, you know, just communicate, I mean, communication to the person that maybe it's happening with, or it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to stay calm. It's hard to, um, to not get stressed out and anxious and whatnot, but, and there are days, um, but I, you know, if I'm, if I'm at my computer and I'm like just zoned out or whatever, if I'm just not feeling it, I'll do a workout or I'll do, go take a walk or something and then just sort of re reboot and, um, make a, make a priority list. That's if I've got a list in front of me that I told that person that's going to be, you know, ready today, but there's like three things for today and it feels overwhelming. Um, I just try and prioritize and go down. Sure. And, you know, if something, if I know something's going to take longer than something else, I'll just try and check off the quicker things. That's called a success list. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The success list so. is when you, <laughs> when you domino effect or you snowball effect into yep. the larger items yes. by knocking off the smaller ones first. Because I didn't even know. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's, um, so there's a couple of different, couple of different books that I've, I've read or, or done on, uh, audiobooks, um, pertaining to that exact topic mm-hmm. on, 
basically it's not even a procrastination item it's more along the lines of how to how to take care of large projects easily yep um and by segmenting them down right Mm -hmm. or putting them into smaller easier to accomplish items yep um and uh, one of the techniques is to you know produce a success list and basically what it is is you you put the things that are easy on the top Mm -hmm. and then you roll into the harder things or depending on the person you put the hardest thing at the very top and everything from there on out is just then you can like, walk. Yeah. You know, cause you're nervous about the bigger thing. <clears throat> right. And then if you finally get that out of the way, right. Then the easy things are not overwhelming. Correct. Correct. And so there's, there's two schools of thought there. One would be you ramp up to doing the harder thing by just flowing into it because I'm on a roll at this yep. point. And now we're just steamrolling right through the, the harder thing because you've done all the easy things and you've got that, that uh, momentum. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And then the other thought process is you knock the biggest one out. So that way, the rest of your day is just a breeze, right. you know, and it really is person dependent, mm-hmm. you know, like our, our oldest daughter, um, she's definitely, she gets overwhelmed by the number of tasks. Yep. Okay. And so it's easier for her or it's, it makes more sense for her to do the smaller tasks first and just really kind of develop this like, oh, I can do this. Yep. I can do this. I, oh, I am doing this. Yes. And just steamroll right into the end, you know? Yep. Um, what's your preferred way? Is, um, I'm by nature a procrastinator. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> if something's due on like December 2nd, um, it's almost like I have a plan in my head of how to execute it. Yeah. Um, but I work better under pressure. I get that. So I, I get that. For me, being super busy is the best thing for me because if I have too much time, I just, I don't really. I end up on Facebook okay. and then I end up on Amazon. Oh, that's the worst and one. And then I'm just like, oh my God. Now <laughs> I spent how much PM. and how much yeah, time? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep, exactly. Yep. Um, so if I have if I have a plan of execution and a list and I'm busy, <laughs> it's a good thing. No, I understand. But I yeah, but I, I but I can. I can, you know, do in you know, I'll go back to high school if there was a paper due. Yeah. I was up all night writing it the night before or I was cramming for a test okay. and then, you know, take the test. Everything's gone. Yep. It just, yeah, just how I, for some reason am wired. That's okay. Um, yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. My mom did not like it at all. Well, I mean, she wanted me to, yeah, no, she's, but she's, you know, she's a planner and she does. That's the thing. Yeah. Right. Yep. So I'm not a planner by nature. Um, and I, I definitely identify with the way that you're talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so prior to doing real estate, I was doing wedding photography and I never really planned my shot lists mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I just kept it up here for yep. the most part. Um, and uh, leading up to the day of really, you know, I, I would obviously have like an engagement session somewhere in there yep. or just a getting to know you session, that kind of thing. Um, but beyond that, like, I, I knew what the wedding facility was because I researched it, you know, right. so there was that that happened. Um, but up until the night before, I really didn't do a whole lot with mm-hmm. it. You yeah. know, I did my marketing, I did my Facebook posts and all that kind of stuff. Right. And I did my networking and so on and so forth. But um, when it came time for the day of, I already had my shot list already worked out because I, it was a carryover from, from from previous weddings with some modifications that I had agreed upon with the client, et cetera. Um, and the go time was when the magic happened. Right. Because like there's no, with, with photography, sure, you can clean your gear, you can get it ready, you can get it charged. And that's yeah. what I did. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, what are you going to do? It's an event. Right? It's you an event. You can't predict you what's going to happen. And you can't try and, 
you can't try and force what's going to happen no, either. You know, it's like a play, it's people. It's a game of it's golf. People acting. It's a game of golf. You, know? you got to play it as it lies. Yeah, exactly. You know? And and you have to be responsive the whole time mm-hmm. and staying on top of things. You right. know, and that's where I found my most energy. Obviously, it depleted me quickly. You yeah. know, just because <laughs> right. of, it's it's an exhausting it's day. Hard, yeah. Um, it's and not, you've got everyone's family member running up to you. Can I get a picture with this oh goodness, one? Yes. Can I get a picture with this one? Yep. Can we go over here? Can we go out on the balcony? Yep. And it's like, I'm not here for you. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, he- I'm here for them. That's so. exactly it. Yeah. So, so you, have to, you have to run defense and offense at the same time mm-hmm. and, you know, like kind of be the stopgap for, for the lack of a wedding planner because my price point was such where there weren't, there weren't a lot of couples that were hiring wedding planners right. or day of coordinators. And so I was kind of the stand-in one there, sure. you know, and they relied on you flashback to, to value like, we're going to do guess, cut the but, cake now well exactly <laughs> yeah. right so 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 a lot of times i'd be catching stuff along the way you know that that would have normally been caught by someone who was actually you know hired to do that right. job um but the point is is that i came alive doing that right because the go time was my time to shine mm-hmm. and that was really my specialty as far as like putting the boots to the ground and just yep. going yep um, i'm like and, that too yeah. yeah it's it's um it's exhausting though, mm-hmm. because if if in order to feel replenished, mm-hmm. you're pouring yourself out, mm-hmm. right? Because that's that's where your fulfillment right. is, right? Because mm-hmm. you're service driven, mm-hmm. right? In order to do that, you need time to replenish yourself. Mm-hmm. What do you do for self replenishment? So you talked about uh, working out. Yep. Which is another moving thing. Yeah, this is another moving thing. So, um, so to to replenish yourself, you're also moving, moving. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, um, you know, I I don't read. I'm not a reader. I don't meditate. I don't. I really, I really just don't stop moving very much. Um, but you find joy in that. But I find joy in that. I really do, and I um I enjoy you know, moving things around in my house or, <laughs> which is again, moving stuff. <laughs> but it's for me, you know, it's if not you need for someone moved, else. <laughs> just talk to Thea. 1-800-THEA-MOVES. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not good either. <laughs> it's not a good number. Um, so I just, like I'll zone out. I'll go on the computer and like zone out and allow myself you to. unplug. I unplug. Yeah. Just unplugging. And one of the things that I struggled with before too is I just constantly was overbooking myself. So the time mm-hmm. to do the office work, to do the invoicing, to do the everything um, was that was more of a stressful thing than doing the actual staging or you know anything like that. Um, so I've tried to. Um, you know, when someone contacts me and they're like, can you get in this week? I say no. Yeah. Now I say no. Sure. I'm really sorry. I'm completely booked up this week. Yep. And I am. Well, and where before I felt like I wasn't. Right. Because I had a day that I was sure. dedicating to the office work. Sure. And that I can keep wait. keep that day. Yeah. Because I really need that day. Yep. Especially if I'm doing like, um, I've been doing a lot of mood boards or holiday decorating boards. Yep. or those Those clients are as important as the people that I have to like move the furniture for. And so, um, putting that work off is 
just stressful. Okay. So you're, you're seeing the long-term consequences of overbooking yourself yes. physically. Yes. Because your mental overbooking just cascades into eating, you know, chewing from your, from your sleep, yep. from your time with your kids. Yeah. So you're, 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 you're seeing that big picture now. Yes. Whereas before it was just, ah, it's just, yeah, it's just, this. I'll just go it's and just do that. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, and, so. and those, those clients, they're like, oh, okay, well, what's your earliest next week? Where before I thought I was just going to lose the business. Sure. So that's, you know. And that's what we fear with, with uh, right. saying no mm-hmm. or setting or setting guardrails, right? Mm-hmm. We fear that it's just going to be a, all right, bye. Right. Instead of a, okay, so what else can you do? Right, exactly. And you're like, oh, wait, there's an option yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, and so. that that's that structure we were talking about, yep. you know. And that, um, when you were saying... You know, I know last time I, you know, did that for free or mm-hmm. dropped everything I was doing and mm-hmm. ran out the door. Um, it's it's a place where it's being respected now, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's just important to, beautiful. To, to do it. Yep. Just do it for yourself, you know. Yep. It's beautiful. Stop doing for all the other people. I mean, help them, but. <laughs> no. Well, right. So like, it doesn't change the person that you are. You're still right. providing, you're still providing value and service and yep. you're still there to aid and assist. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you, you love you more. Right. Exactly. That's a very true statement. Yep. So, and it's self-love is a, oh man, it's a, it's a fickle thing. It is. It, it, and it's, it's so easy to stop. Yeah. Right. Because especially I think for people like ourselves who mm-hmm seek to put others first mm-hmm. and um we have to remi- con- consciously remind ourselves or have people around us who can see when we've stopped mm-hmm. right uh remind us um you know to to snap back to it right you know and i know personally i catch myself every so often you know and uh you had asked me out in the <laughs> <laughs> out there how's how's your house doing just the look was no we're <laughs> it's overwhelming right mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. uh you know having having four girls and uh two of them being full-fledged teenagers yes um young adults definitely mm-hmm. um you know our, our oldest samantha she's she's turned into such uh, a young woman it's mm-hmm. it's incredible and, i remember um, having coffee when you guys came down yep um in little we were in littleton yep and just talking to her was was yep. amazing, yeah. Yeah, and uh, she's she's just so mature for her age, mm-hmm. first of all. So she just you know she turned sixteen in July, and um, to see her developing who she is, mm-hmm. um, and whether she knows it or not, consciously working on herself mm-hmm. um, is a phenomenal thing as a parent. Um, the challenge is that now you're basically the household activity scales <laughs> up. Right. Yeah. And so everything just gets busier. And because she's working on herself and, and our second oldest is working on herself and they get their own interests and ideas and would like to have and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It just floods the schedule. Right? right. And as a parent, keeping up with all of that, it's it's a difficult juggle. Mm-hmm. So my wife and I, we we definitely, you know, tag team things. Yeah. And a lot of times we do things together, which obviously, you know, it ties up two people instead of just one. Right. But. I don't want to not be present. Right. Exactly. Right? You know, yep. and even something simple, like we, we have it carved out every Monday morning. Uh, Monday is really the only day that I don't have to really do anything mm-hmm. for Medora photography mm-hmm. because we don't have any shoots on Saturday or Sunday that have to get delivered on Monday. Right. And so primarily I've been working on, you know, the back end office work and stuff like that. So Monday is the one day that I really kind of try to unplug a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 
bring the kids to school along with Jen, and mm-hmm. we all travel together. And then we go grocery shopping after that. We grab a coffee on the way home. And awesome. We basically make that our day. Yep. Um, and so that's kind of like the you know the respite that we try to seek out. Mm-hmm. But really, other than that, you know, in which that day doesn't even always get locked down. Yeah. You know, because like you're like, oh, food shopping can wait till tomorrow, I guess, because <laughs> we have to do these other things. You right. Know? Well, because so, your day to unplug a little is everyone else's day when they're ramping up and it's hard in a business. It's very hard, especially in this kind of business with Mm -hmm. with real estate being so cyclical as it is. Um, You know, April through October is like, oh my goodness, we're losing our heads. Mm -hmm. And then now, you know, here we are late November, early December and we're like, okay, where's, come on guys, I need some listings. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's very, you know, ebb and flow. And so right now, Mondays are easy, Mm -hmm. but come April, it's not going to be easy at all. Right. You know, so, but yeah, it's a, it's a challenge. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a real challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your, um, so, so from a, from a business standpoint, you know, what, what, um, what are your goals as far as what's next on the horizon for you? Um, is it more transactions? Is it more staging? Is it a healthy mixture of both? I think a healthy mixture of both. Um, I've been acting as Matt's transaction coordinator. Okay. Um, also taking, you know, listings or buyers are difficult for me right now just because with my schedule with the children, um, I'm single mom at home. Well, you know, buyers handling. are difficult. <laughs> buyers Buyer are difficult. schedules <laughs> are difficult. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Responding, the weekends responding and the to evenings. the needs of a buyer. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And uh, like if I have, you know, one or two at a time, um, I can typically handle that, but my kids get off the bus at three thirty, and you're talking about being present where in the past few years, I would find anyone I could possibly find to get them off the bus so yeah. that I could go to work sure. and, and weekends too. Yeah. Um, and even this past weekend, you know, they're like Sunday, mommy, do you have to work today? And I was like, no, I don't. And it just their eyes light up. Sure. So I'm just trying to really um, be aware of that yep. and and make my money making activities things that I can be flexible in time with. Mm. Um, staging I can do while they're at school. Mm. You know, I always make it on a day that I'm mm-hmm. able to to do that. You you look at your schedule and you say, well, this exactly. is what works for me. Exactly. Yep. 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 Um, so that's. Um, I think that that healthy mixture is going to be building on that healthy mixture Good. in this next new year Good. is going to be what, what I am focusing on. Don't lose sight of that. And I won't. if you ever, if you ever want to talk, you okay. know, to reach me, Yes, I'd be more than happy to drag you right back to that discussion <laughs> right there. Yes. Um, because it is important, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, how old are you boys again? Uh, seven and nine. All right. Yeah. So they're, 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 they're halfway through mm-hmm. their, and I'm not yet in adult years. Yep. So um, you got, you have a ways to go, but it, you know. They they are, kn- they are, know things. They you know, know they things. they recognize things and they ask questions and yep. they're, you know, um, they're curious mm-hmm. and they're smart and they're. Mm-hmm. I want them to. I don't want them to think that this is how you have to be as an adult. Mm-hmm. Is like overworking yourself mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, being stressed out and crying all the time. Yeah, there's a better way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a better way. Yep. And and I think that has to do with uh, the demands that we own, that we've put forth 
mm-hmm. that we think people are putting forth for us, mm-hmm. but we have the choice to either say yes or no to. Right. right? Exactly. Um, and uh, it's self love, man. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, cool. Yeah. So, um, tell me a little bit about uh, you. You talked about you talked about exercising. Mm-hmm. What's what's uh, What's your, what, what are your goals? Uh, or is it just a general fitness? Is it a lifestyle thing? And it's, what do you enjoy uh, best? I, um, so I was always a runner. Okay. And I loved running just because you can, you're by yourself and you got I know. all the thoughts. Yep. You've, you're, you've been running. I have been. Mm-hmm. I, I gave it up since school started again because yep. I haven't been able to figure out a schedule that works. Yep. Um, and quite frankly, it just, it just, it didn't make the priority list and not yep. because I don't want it to. Right. But because literally it got full. Yeah. Very full. Yeah. But when I was doing it from, it was like late May, right mm-hmm. through right end of summer, August. Right. Right, yeah. right through the end of August. Yep. I, I felt like a million bucks. Isn't it awesome? It was like, so mm-hmm. awesome. Just, I, I, I can't even explain it because yeah. like I, I'm not it's a It's your runner, therapy. Right. But this exactly it. That's what it is for me. I Any spent, exercise. I, I'd spent, Three and a half miles mm-hmm. every single time. I'd go out for three and a half miles, mm-hmm. and, and you know, round trip, and I, I was just in my head the whole time. Yeah, in a positive way. Yeah, and then you get back, and it's let's do the day. My like, goodness, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the success list. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. and it's not even the hardest thing. Like I I would wake up, you know, five thirty six o'clock in the morning and just start my day like that. Yeah. You know, and by the time I got home, you know, Jen would be out of bed or, or one of the kids might have been up or whatever during summer break or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously I'd take like another half hour, 45 minutes just to like calm back down. Because yep. like, you know, your heart's beating a thousand miles a minute. Mm-hmm. Take a shower and then get my day started. But I never felt drained. Right. I always felt energized for the remainder of the day. Mm-hmm. Physically, I was tired. Right. But mentally, I was so yeah. stimulated. It's a booster. It's because the endorphins that feed you know, that are released during a run, like feed your body. And then as you, as your muscle, you know, breaks down and rebuilds, it's just a whole, like your whole, your body's just working all day. It's not, it's not like you got out of bed and then you went and sat in a chair. That's not good. It's a new definition. of It's really like the genuine definition of working on yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Because even when you're not running, your body is is recovering from right. that run, and it's continuing to supply you with all of the the feel good everything, mm-hmm. and um and and you feel accomplished first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Everything else for the remainder of the day is like doable. Yep. And it's not because nothing big exists; like they're all big things. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I can if I can run three and a half miles round trip. Mm-hmm. What else can I do? Right, exactly. You know? And I feel like your thoughts are clearer too. There's no fog, fog or cloudiness yep. or whatever. It's just everything's crisp. Yep. Yeah. So but that's, I, your, um, that's your go-to? Uh, well, I, I don't run anymore, okay. unfortunately, after that huge right. conversation no, about how hey. awesome it is because it is. <laughs> um, I ran for many years, and I, uh, my joints started to okay. react. And so um, I was doing CrossFit for a while, which was really fun. I met a bunch of great people. I felt accomplished. You know, each each another half pound that I could lift was great. Um, and then um, when COVID happened, my life changed a lot with COVID. <laughs> um, but I know everyone did, yeah. But um, not to diminish that. No, yeah. But Just like every everything that I was like so super motivated and so super shifted. like disciplined about definitely shifted. Yep. yep. 
Um, and stuff that you I'm weren't in a comfortable place became that though. way. Yeah. Like things I would stress about if I didn't do, I don't anymore. Good. So in that sense, it's like a healthier relationship with these different things. Okay. Um, but I was, you know, I stopped going you know, every, obviously the gym shut down. So we were doing zoom things from the living room and it just, it didn't feel that it's just it's not, not the same. same. Um, so I went back for a little bit and then, um, I would go early in the morning at 5.15, but now I can't do that. So um, I just, I do it at home and I do um, this woman, workouts, this woman, Caroline Gervan, she's in Ireland. It's like similar to CrossFit, but okay. with dumbbells okay. and it's anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour, depending on what is kind it, of time you have or what you want to do. Is it pre-recorded or is it interactive? It's, um, it's pre-recorded. Okay. And it's just all, um, there are a few different YouTube workout people. I just like hers a lot because there's an explanation at the front of the video and then it's on a timer and I can vacuum on a 30 second break, you know, <laughs> I just like, Hostia. I like being at home, you know, <laughs> I like being busy. I like moving. Exactly. I like moving. Yeah. I'll be like looking at something while I'm just like doing squats or something. And like, I got to move that on the next break. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I just, I enjoy, I enjoy being at home right now. I love working from home. I spent many years driving two hours into Boston to style and, yeah. and back yeah. and it was a grind yeah. and I was in pain all the time from sure. sitting in the car. Yeah, it'll do that. Um, and I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just enjoying a flexible schedule, I guess. Good. Yeah. And it, and it is, it's, it's therapy for me. Any, any exercises is, is really therapy. I think years ago it used to be more vanity, but now it's just, it just feels good. Okay. It, I like to, you know, get my body moving. It's energizing, yeah. you know, that, that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a feeling of accomplishment mm -hmm. and just being able to be proud of having done it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's not for anyone else's benefit except for you, except for yours. Exactly. And if it, if it turns into someone else's benefit, well, that's just, that's, fine. that's, that's yeah. just, that's yeah. just even better. Exactly. You know? So yeah, that's, that's where I was. And uh, I definitely need to get back into it. I just don't know how to do that with snow as well. Yeah. Any, any pointers on running in winter? Um, I mean, I if you can, it back up. maybe if you found someone on the YouTube thing or I whatever yeah yeah or no just like oh. um like a weights thing or something yeah, just maybe. some kind of you okay. know Shift um, it for the season it just your body burns the entire rest of the day yeah and that burning cr is just creates more energy and health the thing i liked about running was being able to like get out of the house yeah and just you know, it was just in my neighborhood mm -hmm. kind of I, I, i'd run from my house down to the end of the entrance to the neighborhood which was a mile and 1.75 miles away yep you know and and having it be around trip like that right meant that i couldn't give up yeah you know especially <laughs> like, when you get halfway you're like you well halfway, i gotta right? go with gotta, the rest of the way exactly <laughs> right you know yep. and so it's stuff there was definitely there was a dedication there versus just doing laps or whatever right. um but the best part about it was that it was literally just me. Mm -hmm. And so in a busy household, I, I would... Especially in like all girls. Wouldn't do it. <laughs> I, I'll tell you right now, there's not a snowball's chance in hell yeah. that I'll be, I'll be sitting in, uh, I'll be uh, standing in my living room trying yeah. to do that. So. I, I used to run in the snow. There's a group around in Lemonster um, that I used to run with a lot and they go out... They went out on it doesn't matter the what day was it pouring okay. this week. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> it's one thing I have it. not subscribed to. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. So, yeah. But you can get, there are sneakers that have a better, you know, grip That's or true. whatever that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's actually really, really beautiful after a fresh snow to oh. run around and just. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I ski. Mm -hmm. yeah, I have snowshoed, snowmobiled. 
it, snowshoeing I, is a good way to it is kind of supplement that it is it is i need to find a good field mm-hmm. need to find a good field there's yeah. actually some hiking trails in our area so maybe that all right you give me ideas yeah Thank you. yeah i just need a swift kick in the pants i guess yep. i'm gonna so, check in there you go <laughs> exactly exactly cool. um so what's next on the horizon for staging specifically like um are you are, are there any long-term goals that you have for a staging company I just started a new LLC. Yep. Um, What's it called? It's called Houghton Styling and Company. Nice. Because I want to be able to incorporate things that we do in the studio, staging, any kind of styling. Yep. Smart move. Yep. That way so, you're not going straight to the staging. You're talking about... Exactly. You're talking like, about Does general. someone want some holiday help? Does someone want some... Does there someone that wants some still product photography? Is yep. there someone that wants, okay. um, you know, that whole thing? So, I like that. I like yep. that a lot. Yeah. Because I just awesome. wanted to have in. Also, I'm going to be including, um, you know, transaction work for, for Matt or any. I I may expand that to other agents, sure. um, to see if. The sky's the limit. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I tell the team it's frequently. It's what I want to do. It, like, you know, just, it's all up to me to generate it. the, you know. Just start it. Which is hard, but. <laughs> well, that's. It's it, not, it's, it's it, not hard. Um, daunting? It's not even daunting. It's the, like, motivating myself to just keep doing it, to okay. grow it. Do I want to take Monday off? Yes, but should mm. I? No. You know, that kind of a thing. Um, do I feel like I'm too busy? Maybe, but should I add another client? I could, you know, that kind of a thing. So okay. I, just, I need to be able to. So it's a balanced conversation. Yeah. And it's also a getting something started is sometimes the hardest part conversation. Right. Exactly. Because that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping something going, I find, is usually much less energy required. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that, uh, you know, that, that pans. Yep. Um, or like sitting and waiting like right now. Oh, that's the worst. Like, am I just sitting here waiting for someone else to reach out for staging or for, you know, whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, why don't I call a few people that yep. I need to? Yeah. Yep. But I will. Yep. Uh, the, the idle time mm-hmm. is, uh, it's an enemy of sorts. Mm-hmm. So what is it? Idle hands are the devil's work. Or yes. Something like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. You're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, it's the devil's not, play things yep right yep. oh yeah that's right the devil's yep. play things yep so, um it's not just so it's it's for me it's not just so much about being i've always been able to fill my idle time mm-hmm. always always yeah and i love projects i love mm-hmm. projects and uh so we're actually in the process of building an airbnb next to our house oh cool so we we bought the lot next door to our house and um to the right or left to the left so okay. down the hill towards the lake um, so we bought, we bought that next door and it was on the market initially mm-hmm. back when we purchased our home, but you know, I kicked some tires on it and yep. the deal fell through between he and I, and it got picked up by somebody else. And then the guy went and cleared the lot so he can build his own house Oh, and he cleared the lot expecting it to actually get a view of the lake. And it doesn't, oh. you know, it, it thins the trees a bit, yeah. but so he cleared the lot to, for, for a three bedroom home. And now it's going to contain just a one bedroom home. Um, and so we, you know, he's like, Hey, Jeremy, he goes, you want to, you want to buy the lot? And so I said, uh, sure, Dave, I, I can do that. Um, you know, here's my, 
I asked him, I said, what do you have into it? Because while including the tree clearing and the carrying costs and this, that, and the other thing, this is what I have. I offered him a little bit less than, than what he had uh, asked for. And he goes, all right, that keeps me from putting it on the market and paying a realtor, you know, cool. and it was yeah. just a neighborhood transaction kind of thing. And, um, yeah. and so it worked out well. And, um, so we, we already dug the foundation. Um, wow. awesome. before I came up here, uh, I was telling Keith, um, I <laughs> never do I ever want to wish even on my worst enemy <laughs> having to evacuate three inches of water from a 500 square foot foundation. Oh, it collected like a swimming pool oh. and it was just three inches of water, but yeah. I checked in on the foundation before I came here so that I wouldn't have to worry about it freezing. And sure enough, over the weekend or for Thanksgiving weekend, we had yep. all that rain and snow and stuff and that had collected. And so I had to go out there with my, I, I have a water pump, um, for, for this Got exact it. purpose for other reasons that I'm not going to get into right now. <laughs> um, but I, I was able to get about two inches of that out and then I had to wet back the rest of it. Um, oh my that gosh. Was, that was that wet back it. Wet oh. back. 500 square feet of one uh, inch of, of standing water. Oh my gosh. Um, and so that, that sucked. <laughs> was, that really does. Suck. And I was standing in water, of course, you yeah. know, and so I had like plastic bags on my feet because my, <laughs> my boots were just letting in the water. Um, and so note to self, I need some good winter boots. Some uh, galoshes. Some, yeah, some galoshes. <laughs> I've never owned one. I've never owned a pair of galoshes in you my life. You should get galoshes. Yeah. So I need some galoshes. Uh, and get waiting boots. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go there next, but you beat me to it. So, so anyway, so that's, that's what's happening on that horizon. So I love projects because I, I like taking the resources that I have and rolling it into a bigger thing. Mm -hmm. Um, because every time I do that, it pays back, not Mm -hmm. just financially, but actually like through fulfillment, Mm -hmm. it pays me back. And, um, I'm able to look back on that and say, I did something big there, you know, and Mm -hmm. then there's some legacy that you're creating at the same time. Right. Um, and so it's really good to hear about, uh, Houghton and company. Houghton Styling Houghton and Sty- company. Houghton Styling company. So yep. that's awesome. That's really oh, thank awesome. You. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm going back to my maiden name and just kind of re rebranding yourself. Yeah. Rebranding. Yep. Yep. I'm re theating. That's, hey, <laughs> you know what? I, I wish you all the best in that. <laughs> thank you. And I think that, um, I think that your spirit is absolutely wonderful, and uh, I think there's there's nothing holding you back except for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I can say that about I'm myself. I'm putting myself in the corner. Well, no. that, that's that's the thing, you yeah. know, and and believe. Yeah, you, you I believe. I have a wonderful boyfriend who is a support that is al- allowing me to see these things, Good. allowing me to to respect myself a little more Good. and, and give myself some more time. So well, I applaud that's, this a, that's probably the biggest, um, just having someone who believes in you is, you know, it's instrumental. The, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. I, I agree with you. I mm-hmm. agree with you. Um, Keith had said something, um, earlier, um, and I'm going to do a horrible job at paraphrasing it, but I'll, I'll just regurgitate it to the best of my ability. But he, <laughs> He, he expressed to me how awesome it was um, to have worked with you in the studio on both uh, the clothing shoot that you guys did together mm-hmm. as well as the, um, the, the promo shoot that we're putting together for the brewery. Awesome. Um, and he, he specifically called out that it wasn't, though, it wasn't as though you came in with your own preconceived notions. So it's just full circle for the conversation because you started off talking about that with, with the clients. You came in with the Thea bag of tricks <laughs> and essentially applied all of your your widespread knowledge and your experience to achieve a goal that was, for the most part, 
moving to a degree because it hadn't been completely finalized, right? Like the goal was to shoot, you know, clothing well, right? Mm -hmm. That's fine. But then the, the promo ad that we're trying to put together, um, that we are putting together, um, it was a work in progress. It was a, it was a, you know, a, a general idea that was just not quite yet completely a hundred percent finalized. Right. Yep. And you, you brought in your talent and you, it compounded with the talent that Keith brought in mm-hmm. and you guys achieved something big because of those two combinations of, of talents. And he just identified the fact that it was such an easy fit to work with you. Um, just simply because you just came in with this idea in your head of, support them so that we can get to a big goal right yes and I I, that's how I feel about you guys too is that um it is it's an easy fit and it's um we play off of each other's creativity and and ideas and um yeah I I feel that way too Keith thank you (laughs) um (laughs) um but I can see big things, you know, I can see working together in big ways coming, which is really exciting. That's awesome. No, no, there's, there's, there's no, there's no shortage in sight of things that can be done. Right. It's just a matter of, um, getting them started. Mm -hmm. And it's also a matter of, uh, maybe getting the right set of ideas, right. You know, down on paper or Mm -hmm. clanking around up in the brain for a while so that you can produce something that not only are you can you be proud of but is marketable itself right you know and and speaks to the person who's watching it right right and so that's the thing about a lot of the spec work that we're going to embark on over the winter mm-hmm. is that you know we we have a, we have a, i think collectively we have a slew of ideas and a slew of companies and stuff that we could you know knock on doors with sure um but the biggest challenge is making sure that it resonates with us mm-hmm. and not just producing it for the sake of producing it. Right. 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 Like yep. there's gotta be a purpose. Like a production line. Yeah. Yep. 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 You can do it with purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, um, so we'll definitely be reaching out to you. Awesome. A lot. Cool. So, um, hopefully we can, uh, get something going together and, and, uh, be mutually beneficial. Absolutely. So, yeah. Leah, thank you so much for coming into the studio. Um, always a pleasure discussing everything life related with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm particularly happy to hear about your business developments and, uh, anxious to see what next steps look like for you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for the new year and happy to hear about your new, um, project that you have going. It's great. And you always have something interesting happening. And <laughs> never a dull moment. I, never a dull moment. <laughs> nope. And that so. look on your face when I asked you how things were today was like, <laughs> There it is. There it is. Can't wait to get in there and hear it. (laughs) Well, it was a pleasure. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Thanks.